the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. What are you, nuts? It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Some days I feel like the guy from the movie Airplane when he says, it looks like I picked a bad day to, to quit sniffing glue. I kind of get it sometimes. Whoa. I have to imagine that Elon Musk is kind of feeling something like that right now. And if you haven't seen the movie Airplane, by the way, 1980 classic that spoofs airport disaster movies, which airport disaster movies are awesome. My favorite one is the Titanic one where Ray's the Titanic or whatever it was, or they, they get on a luxury boat and it sinks to the bottom of the ocean and there's still air in it. Yeah, I like that one a lot. So um, anyway, Ted Straker was in the movie. Uh, don't know why I remember that, but I do. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. You know one area where I can start a fist fight right now? I know you're saying, what's gotten into you today, Mr. Black? One area that I could start a fist fight is home prices. Everyone wants to be right. When does the housing market hit its peak? I think we've hit our peak or somewhere close to it, depending on what locality you live in, because real estate is local, local, local. And there's always going to be someone who's willing to buy a pet rock. There's always going to be someone who's willing to buy a 400 square foot apartment in Palo Alto for $3 million. But total home sales for the Bay Area fell nearly 10% compared with August of 2017. Sales increased 1.8% compared with July, but the total volume was nearly 18% below the August average going back to 1988. There's no pin action. There's not a lot going on there. The San Francisco Bay Area home sales numbers are in for August, and they continue to weaken. Total sales for the Bay Area fell nearly 10%. Total volume was lower. Sales activity for the summer, June through August, was the slowest in seven years. And this is kind of like the Titanic. It's kind of like the morning after. Horrible song. Awful song. It's a song that makes me want to drink. But I'm trying to quit sniffing glue. Today is National Buy Drink a Beer Day. <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh goes, Woo! I like beer. <laughs> San Francisco sales down 6% annually. San Francisco was ranked the most overvalued housing market in the United States, according to UBS just released Global Real Estate Bubble Index in 2018. Now, can you imagine UBS? Now, again, I, I, I don't like Europe. I don't like anything to do with the Europe. I don't like the teeth. I don't like anything to do with Europe. Um, but if you're UBS, you're a big bank and you write down that, let's write a report. What are we going to call it? The global real estate bubble index and San Francisco is number one. That's not a good thing. Real prices in San Francisco climbed 9% since last summer. So it goes higher. Sammy Hagar says it goes higher and higher and he's right. But is it a bubble? I think it has become a bubble. You shouldn't grow 9% year over year. Uh, amid a thriving economy, significant non-cash earnings by a lot of tech employees, 
They say the state of California is doomed when the tech bubble hits because there's so many tech bubble billionaires and hundred millionaires that they don't care about paying taxes because it's a blip to them. But are you going to protect your trillion dollar home? I'm going to throw all the homes together and I'm going to throw you into the whole United States. Some people don't want to lose home value. They don't want to see it go from you know, 900,000 to 2 million back down to 900,000. Because people go, man, I really wish I would have sold at the top. Where are you going to live? You know, I found my spouse one day. I was in a limo and I had rolled down the window of the limo and I heard this beautiful angel singing in the dirty, dirty alleys of San Francisco. Filthy. She was drunk. She was a wino, but she had the voice of an angel. So I opened the door and I said, please, please come in. And she bit me like a rabid dog. And from that moment on, I was in love. The medium. I know. Have you ever been bitten by your spouse and referred to them as a rabid dog? Oh, it's going to be a long night for me. I'm going to go to the comedy club tonight in San Jose. And anytime I go to San Jose, I kind of always hear Broadway musicals in my head. And it's a bit of a problem. You're a jet, let them do what they can. You've got brothers I'm around. Really Caucasian You're a around here. Man. Never I alone. can't dance. Never disconnected. You're home with your Broadway musicals suck. And if you like Broadway musicals, there's something seriously wrong with you. You're not my friend. Are set with the capital J, which so the median price for all area homes sold in August was $830,000. Waning affordability reflects price hikes and a significant rise in mortgage interest rates this year. And mortgage rates continue to march higher. And it's expected they can go up another one and a quarter percent over the next 14, 15 months. The supply of homes for sale is starting to rise. And you know what? When there's when you're an owner of a home and you're paying that thirty four hundred, that forty four hundred, that fifty five hundred dollar mortgage and it's been on the market for two weeks, you start yelling at your realtor. I really need this place to go. I can't afford to live in two places. I've heard that this week from from realtors that you know people get mad. San Jose saw a sixty seven percent increase in listings in the third quarter. Sixty seven percent increase. Two out of three people think that's that's a weird thing. San Jose saw a sixty seven percent increase. So do I think real estate's peaked? It doesn't work like that because it takes time to unwind a bubble. But ultimately, this is good news for frustrated buyers. Years of steadily increasing prices means that those hoping to buy a home will need to spend a bigger share of their income once they find one. Now, if you if you own a home and you're, it's on the market, you want it to go in one or two days. Homes still go in one or two days in a lot of markets, but not all of them. And when they don't go in one or two weeks, that's when you tell your realtor, maybe, maybe we priced it wrong. Maybe we should lower the price. Or throw in something like free chalupas. I know you're saying... What's a chalupa? Isn't that something Taco Bell invented? They made up. Yo quiero Taco Bell. The mad scientists over at uh, Taco Bell, they like inventing foods that are spicy. Back my last hour. There's a love affair with spice in the United States, and those spices aren't cheap. When you take a look at a McCormick spice rack at a grocery store, those things you know run four bucks to eight bucks. And if you get something like Star Anise, and I don't even know what Star Anise is, it's like $25. Say what? Oh, if you want it fresh. Nah. Get in my belly! So ultimately, good news for frustrated buyers. Um, inventory starting to rise in Oakland and San Francisco and San Jose. Um, but also, mortgage rates are starting to rise. So if you would have bought that home last year and got a 
four percent mortgage. Now you're getting a five and a quarter percent mortgage. It's a big difference. That's like twenty percent more. It's 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 exponential. Friends, the TV show premiered twenty four years ago on the state. I know you're saying, how do you know that? Because they weren't any friends of mine. I hated them all. I didn't want to be like any one of them. But if you take a look at how much their apartment would have been worth twenty four years ago versus now, you go, whoa. It's scary, right? Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Rent-controlled leases. There's so much going on with real estate, but the mortgage rates is the problem right now. And inventory is starting to build. And when inventory starts to build, people start to lower prices. Because it's not everyone competing for one house. It's you know 10 people competing for 10 houses. And they don't have to rush, and they can take their time, see what else comes on the market. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So a couple months ago, I was relaxing in my palatial estate. My feet were up on the couch and I turned on Netflix. And oh, my, my, my. A comedy special by a guy named Burt Kreischer comes on. Um, and I've kind of become semi-obsessed in my, my spare time with this guy. First thing he does is he takes off his shirt when he comes on the stage on a Netflix special. That's in Philadelphia, so it's very, very blue-collar kind of comedy, but he's not a comedy guy. He's more of a great storyteller. And uh, spend a little time today, if you have Netflix, take a look at it. That's my sense of humor. Um, I'm not a very big uh, Jerry Seinfeld fan. Why don't... Why do cows, uh, why don't they shrink when it rains? Why don't cows shrink when it rains? Who are these cows that don't shrink? Never liked him. Although, to be honest with you, if I could start a sitcom and make out with a beautiful woman every other week, I probably would do it. Right? Don't you hate sitcoms where the guy is like always casting good looking women? Wowie, wow, wow, wow. Americans are so stupid. We are so stupid. Stericycle is a company that I like a lot. Consult broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. Stericycle's a company that comes and removes medical waste. That's their business. So you go to the hospital and those needles go somewhere. So I did see um, one of the sad things the other day in um, San Francisco. I'm leaving Cron TV. And just did my show. And I saw a guy shoot up in, in the streets. And I'm like, sometimes the distance between what you get and what you want is really incredibly painful. And I, I sat there and I was thinking, you know, when this guy was a younger guy, did he think he was going to be, you know, a wife and four kids? Or do you think he was going to be where he is now on the streets, smelling pretty rough, looking pretty rough, feeling pretty rough, and shooting up? Sometimes it's a, it, the things that are most painful in the world is, the distance between what you expected and what you got. And I, I, I'm one of those people that I, I, I dwell on that. Whereas most people go, you know what? Look at my life. I'm pretty good. It's pretty good. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Let's get drunk. And I'm always like, yeah, pain and suffering affects me a little bit different than it affects other people. Just throwing that out there for you. Tesla's tumbling today. Um, it's worthy of note that Elon Musk has lost his mind. He, he's certifiable at this point in time. Are you uh, out of your mind? The SEC gives him a chance to do a settlement. Just leave the chairman position vacant for two years and pay a fine. You have to admit no guilt. 
he didn't take it. So now they're going to say, we're, we're going to, you know, we're suing you aggressively and we want you ousted. And there's a 25% chance that he remains. There's a 75% chance that he, he, he moves on. Zynga got an upgrade today. You remember Zynga? Farmville? That bothered me that Americans would pay for virtual cows. And they had that creepy CEO, Mark Pincus, that he just looked creepy. I know you're saying, you're pretty mean. You judge people on their looks. But, dude, when you look creepy, you're, you kind of look creepy, right? <clears throat> anyway, Marcus Pincus. Mark Pincus. Mark Pincus? Mr. Pink? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me, does he not look creepy? Look, he looks pretty creepy. So, one of those guys are like, you have to describe what you do for a living. Well, I, I convince young children to pay lots of money from their mom and dad on credit cards to buy virtual cows. I'm oh! crazy, but I'm not crazy like that. You know what I mean? I need more Mike Tyson in my life. I tell you things that I hate. I hate Mark Pincus. I hate Farmville. I hate virtual cows. But I'm okay with Mike Tyson. I know, I know. He went to jail. So that's uh, terrible. It's terrible. So eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Today is National Drink a Beer Day. Another reason to grab a pint of a cold one. Beer. Now, I personally am always amazed that there's someone in the world who has a job to send out a press release that today is National Beer Day. So there must be a National Beer Association, right? That people get paid. Is it a lobby? What is it? There's also an International Beer Day. And National Beer Day in April has some historic significance. As April 7th, 1933, was the sale of beer containing less than 3.2% was again permitted in the United States. Um, but today, September 28th, is National Beer Day. And then there's like National Coffee Day. Don't you think we have a little bit too many national days? Don't you? I do. So, uh, so Zynga got an, up, got an upgrade today. Zynga hasn't been on my map for years. I haven't even been talking about it. It's kind of a cultural icon there for a while with Farmville. And then, get this, they started talking about um, getting into gambling. They had a virtual casino thing, and if gambling gets legalized in the United States, then everyone's going to be using them, And right? And people bought the stock on that story, and it never happened. I hold grudges. I hold grudges. BlackBerry's up today. I don't really have much to say about BlackBerry, but it's an enterprise software company now. They beat on the revenue, top line, and they beat on the bottom line, earnings. I find that interesting. Tesla's down about 12.5% on that CEO, Elon Musk, being accused of fraud by the SEC. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. College education. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your kids or anything like that and what have you. But college's costs are out of control. Talking about things that we need to look into as a nation, uh, <clears throat> that's one of them. Intel stock is moving higher today after their, um, after the company came out and said, we're making progress with 10 nanometers. And the 10 nanometer misstep with Intel has been kind of a competitive tailwind for AMD. So Intel comes out, their stock moves higher saying, we're, we're making some headwind. We're, we're, getting some, we're doing okay. Um, they gave kind of an update. So that pulls down AMD. Intel says supplies of chips are tight right now. They're investing a record $15 billion in capital expenditures. That's sometimes where these companies get more and more powerful, like Amazon. 
is they could spend billions and billions of dollars on CapEx, capital expenditures, and it, it creates a competitive advantage, big time. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black. And- Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. There's not a lot of great stories out there today. There's strength in desktop PCs. Some data's come out. Saying that there's strength. So you kind of try to extrapolate that into it. Should I buy anything? Hewlett Packard would be a winner. Intel would be a winner. Micron could be a winner. Canon could be a winner from all the printers. And they're all public traded. And, uh, you know, the history of the PC, I think, is a pretty fascinating one. I used to uh, read Wired Magazine a lot. And Wired would always, Wired was fascinated with the you know, the $4,000 PC breaking the $3,000 barrier, the $2,500 barrier, the $2,000 barrier, and then there was the $1,000 barrier. And, like, it was kind of a fascinating time. And now, yeah, I think they are kind of where they are. So it's very mature. It's like Stifler's mom, right? Uh, was it Stifler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Say uh, what? I don't know. I, I, I'm remembering that movie wrong. Anyway, um, there's a company called FireEye. They, they protect computer data networks. And I just saw that Uber got fined hundreds of millions of dollars for a privacy breach, a data breach. Companies like FireEye are going to be around for a while. So they're doing a defense summit October 1 through 4. And if you want to see like some potential technologies and some potential investments, Google FireEye Cyber Defense Summit 2018. And you'll get a good list on the conference and on the companies that are there. Uh, Madeleine Albright is going to be the keynote speaker, 64th Secretary of State of the United States. So um, I'm not saying go to the conference, just study some of the conference materials. If you kind of want to get up to speed on um, cybersecurity, cybersecurity is not going away. Cybersecurity just went away. What? <laughs> There's a press release that said cybersecurity. No. <clears throat> so Boeing is moving forward with its new mid-sized aircraft. And Morgan Stanley loves it. Um, Boeing has sidestepped a lot of the worries that have plagued other industrials this year. Strong demand for aircraft around the world. We're flying more. You know what that means? You're going to hear about more airplane accidents. You're going to hear about more crazy turbulent stories. Not because it's getting more turbulent or anything like that, but because there's just more planes in the air. So a new smaller airplane by Boeing would make it more competitive and better positioned in the long run. A lot of industrials have got clobbered this year because of the trade war issues. But Boeing has been serenely flying above it all. Remember when in the movie Airplane, 1980, when the kid comes up to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the co-pilot. And uh, he plays a funny character. His name is something um, something like James uh, Roger Murdoch. <laughs> the little kid's going, he's up in the cockpit. And... Uh, he goes, I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You play basketball for the Los Angeles Lakers. <clears throat> and he doesn't. He says, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm Roger Murdoch. I'm an airplane pilot. And uh, Roger Murdoch, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, says, I think you should go back to your seat now. 
And then the other pilot goes, nah, he's not bothering anyone. <laughs> but he's clearly bothering Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And it ends with him going to say, uh, my dad says you don't work hard enough on defense. You don't even run down the court and you rarely try. <laughs> and uh, Roger Murdoch breaks character and he goes, the hell I don't. <laughs> Listen, kid, I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. That's a funny movie. It doesn't hold up terribly well. Wrong week. Quit drinking. 800 516 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. So Boeing, and that's a long way to get back to Boeing, isn't it? A smaller, more competitive plane, and analysts love it. And you, you hear all about, like, the 737 MAX. You hear about the 787. Um, and these planes cost billions of dollars to design. But Boeing's got a cash cow at this moment, and it's due for a, a refresh of product by the end of next decade. Uh, better planes, different features in them, what have you. Uh, and it's tough to be a Boeing. Uh, if this weekend you want to try to, to design a, a luxury airliner, good luck. It ain't going to come easy. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. We're all different investors, so please take shows like this. I'm not going to say it with a grain of salt, but take it with a grain of salt. If you're a widow, my investment advice probably isn't appropriate for you. If you're 30, it probably is. If you're 20, you're not going to be paying attention to me. You're going to be thinking about, like, let's go rave. You know, I've never been to a rave. Never, ever, never. I've never been to Burning Man. I have very little interest in going to Burning Man. I have very little interest in getting out in the desert and rolling around in the dirt. Yeah, be be with the earth. Rub it in. Rub all that dirt in. I, I had no interest. So... Uh, your hair starts to fall out. It gets so dirty and so dusty and so gross. No, thanks. That's not me. I know you're saying, I'm starting to get to see a good picture of you, Rob. Starting to figure it out. Today, we got German factory orders. Now, do you think there's any chance I'm going to talk about the German factory orders on the show with you? Probably not. I might talk Oktoberfest. I might talk National Beer Day. But I don't really see a point in talking about German factory orders. It's what makes a car a Volkswagen. Do you remember we fell for that? It's a made-up word. So a tiny New York City penthouse costs $2,143 per square foot. Um, but it was designed so that it functions as twice that size. 350 square feet, $2,100. $350 square foot. You know what it's going for? $750,000. And a realtor probably got really, really high or drunk. <laughs> and uh, I was like, let's charge $2,100 and, and say, even though it's 350 square feet, if, it feels like 700 mm. let's, let's print up some flyers. Doesn't work for me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Roku just released three new 4K Ultra HD streaming devices, starting at only 40 bucks. Um a lot of people really like Roku. And out of all this, the hardware streaming platform companies out there, you know, the Google's got their little streaming stick and Amazon's got their little streaming stick and they all have different features um, that you might be interested in. So Roku just released three new 4K Ultra High D streaming devices starting at only 40 bucks. And um, Roku's got an interesting take. One of the things they're doing is they're getting TV shows that basically don't cost any money. 
maybe something like Mary Tyler Moore. And they're putting it up on their channel. And they're getting movies that, like, no one's probably renting the movie Airplane from 1980. And they're putting it up on the Roku channel, on the Roku box, on your streaming device. And that's, that's enough for me to be, be intrigued. For instance, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is one of the scariest movies of all time. There's that point in time where that, 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 that Meister kind of thing, whatever it is, I, I think they're in Germany. Another reason not to like Germany. And he's going around grabbing kids in nets. And uh, I might want to show that to my kids one day when I, when I, put out, when I want to put the fear of God in them that if they don't behave, someone's going to come take them away. Oh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I love you. That movie didn't age well. I don't even think anything Dick, anything Dick Van Dyke did aged well, just between you and me. Jerry Van Dyke, the funny brother. Dick Van Dyke, not funny. And I'm sticking by it. So Tesla's interesting today. The um, CEO is getting into a lot of trouble with the SEC. SEC sued him. They're going to try to get him removed as, from the company as CEO and as uh, uh, the executive. But today, oddly enough, Tesla comes out with a, a report saying... We've hit our production marks for the quarter. Now, on other days, that's going to move the stock, but I find the timing of that suspicious. Shopify has planned to invest $380 million in Toronto, according to Bloomberg. Um, Shopify is just another one of those, you know, uh, solutions as far as, you know, delivery and, and the internet commerce. Commerce for everyone. Canadian tech darling Shopify is revving up its growth engine in Toronto. Good place for it to do it, right? The Ottawa-based company is investing tons of money to lease a big building um, to get more exposure, to get better employees. Uh, Shopify provides online stores for more than 600,000 businesses, are almost seven times as high as their IPO now. Um, it's one of those investment plays that you can take a look at and say, how are they going to stack up against Amazon? Don't know, don't care. Talk about that when we have to talk about that. Maybe you should talk about it before. It's out there. So the big question of the day is: Can Elon Musk survive at Tesla? There's no doubt that he heard some investors when he said the company could be bought out for four hundred twenty dollars. There's no doubt. He says he was just trying to be aspirational. That's not good enough. Can he survive this? Can the company survive without him? Will you buy a Tesla knowing that it could go out of business? Sure, you will. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Google is going to have to pay Apple, <clears throat> or will pay Apple, about $9 billion to be the search engine of choice on the iPhones. Great googly moogly. Stop and think about that for a second. Apple's going to say, nah, just... Write, write, write a check. It's nine comma zero 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 comma zero 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 comma zero zero zero. Thank you. That's a lot of money. Nine billion dollars. Fortnite season six rolled out yesterday, and there's a new character in it called Calamity. Probably Calamity Jane, right? But they instantly had to issue a patch because her outfit was very sexualized with animations tied towards her breast. Games developer said the animation was unintended and pushed out a patch to correct it in less than 24 hours. Fortnite is a free game with massive audience. And it's going to pull in about $3.5 billion. And, you know, you try to make the game, I'm not going to say lifelike, but you don't want the characters to look like Fred Flintstone, right? 
you want some 3D appeal to them. Um, but <clears throat> her breasts bounced suggestively. And you're talking about a game? Like, <clears throat> someone had to see that in the process and go, eh, I'm not good with that. Senate committee rolling on to the next story, right? Uh, is set to basically push forward. And that's kind of an interesting issue because it brings up the midterm elections. Uh, when the Senate Judiciary Panel um, confirms that he should go in front of the Senate for a vote, um, suddenly every senator is going to have to weigh in on their position. It's rumored that George W. Bush right now is calling senators who are on the fence and you're trying to sway them to say yes. Um, but that's going to be an interesting midterm elections. Does this Kavanaugh situation, whether he gets appointed or not, it's already out there, right? Does this get more women to vote this year? Is that going to be the swing factor in elections or not? Or people will see what they want to see and the districts that are red will stay red and the districts that are blue will stay blue. But you betcha that um, a change in Senate or a change in the House of Representatives would have a, a big effect on stocks. And you look at the calendar, and we're about five weeks away from, you know, midterm elections. So, anyway, I don't want to get too caught up in that. Uh, SEC says that Elon Musk wanted to impress his girlfriend with a $420 price target. So, let's get this. He's dating a very young woman who happens to be a musical artist. He's partaking a little bit of marijuana. She's probably taking a little, partaking a little marijuana. And he says, let's send out a tweet that says funding secured for a $420 price target of taking the company private. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, the 420 stood out to me instantly. But now the SEC is put in an illegal document saying he's trying to impress his girlfriend. I think there's other ways of doing it. Like with your spaceship that goes to the moon. He has a spaceship. You don't have to be tweeting about marijuana, you high school noob. Show her your spaceship. Hey, come out to the garage. I want to show you something. Right? Is he, am I right? So that's out there today. Um, this has been a throwaway week. I'm going to be honest with you. The news that has come out has not been groundbreaking or shaking or a market move in any way, shape, or form. This just in. The last week of September was a waste. Now we get into the scariest month of the year, October. There's been some bad days on Wall Street in October. <laughs> if it happens, have a shopping list ready. And I'm not talking about eggs and milk. You know, I've given out some ideas daily. You know, Starbucks looks kind of like it's slowing. I've given out some ideas like McCormick, which is a spice company. And, you know, why does vanilla cost so much? I know a real estate agent who's trying to sell a house right now. And uh, it's kind of got an odd feature. It's on a hill. And um, it's, it's got a crazy driveway. A lot of green. But out of everyone who's seen the open house, he, he's kind of latched onto one of them. That he's like... The guy's worried about the water supply. I'm like, he's worried about the water supply. He's going to grow marijuana because it's kind of remote. No, no, no. Lavender. All right, all right, all right. And you're like, whoa. For reals? I didn't know. I, I didn't know that lavender would be a thing and that people would want to grow it. 
a lot of people who have like second houses get approached by marijuana growers. Can we get on your 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 um, can we use your backyard? Anyhow, you got that. Boeing's planning a new plane. We hit that. Um, Tesla's tumbling. Blackberry's gaining. Italy's becoming a little bit more of a problem again. Remember a couple years ago we talked about the pigs. I'm not talking about women from Europe. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Portugal, Italy, Ireland, Greece, and Spain. And Porky. I miss Porky Pig. May he rest in peace. He did taste delicious. Um, so Italy's having some debt issues, and they're voting to not fix it. They're voting to, like, let's get in politicians who, like, give away free iPads. I'm extrapolating a little bit there, but you get the idea. Um, <clears throat> so Italy is now on the radar of going to be a problem. And Italy has loans from banks in Europe. Banks in Europe have loans all around the world. It's not a U.S. problem yet, but you don't want to see that kind of stuff happening. My job is to warn you, pre-warn you, let you think, become a better investor. Your job is to be a good person. Stop bullying. Don't text and drive. Wear white at night on your bike. I need a show ending. Ciao. 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 Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.